I asked myself, is it that we are just not being asked the questions to be included in the report? Or is it that our show's not being well-produced enough to where our listeners are not being able to find shows that look like us? Hey, guys. Welcome to another episode of the Podcast Trapper. I'm your host, Anna Agogo, founder of Black Pod Collective, Black Pod Festival, and Adode Media. Yep, three whole separate brands, and you who listen week to week, I know you're tired of hearing it, but have to do it for the new people. So this is a weekly podcast where I touch on behind the scenes of podcasting, as well as some tidbits about entrepreneurship, my experience as a community builder, podcast producer, studio owner, and so much more. This is not a how-to podcast. This is, though, a podcast where I'm really sharing my thoughts, insights, and so much more. So let's dive into this week's episode where I'll be talking about podcast listener reports. So if you are not familiar with them, so if you're an independent creative and you are unaware of the different podcast listener reports that come out, what are you doing? Like, you really have to make sure you're staying abreast on what's going on in your industry to make sure you kind of get a better understanding of what type of content, what your audience is doing, and what they're listening to. And so that's the whole premise of podcast listener reports and just podcast surveys that pretty much take place throughout the year. Edison Research tends to be the number one go-to that puts out these reports. They do a lot of work to aggregate and understand like what is going on in the industry. And quite frankly, it's definitely needed. However, today's episode, I want to dive in on areas of opportunities that I see when it comes to a lot of these reports. And mainly... You're probably not going to be surprised when I say this, mainly around the collection of the race demographic that they get for these reports. So, for example, back in 2022, probably like November, December, they released the Women's Podcast Report. And it's basically the listenership and what women are listening to, how they're discovering podcasts, so on and so forth. And I know for me, whenever I look at these reports, I'm like, I have never gotten a survey for real for podcasting. Where are you getting this data? And that's typically what tends to happen is... Oftentimes, it feels like our community is kind of left out because when you look at the results from these reports, it's a little skewed. I actually recently took some of the data from the women's podcast report and provided it to my community to get an understanding of like, hey, these are the podcasts that they say that women are listening to. How many of you have even heard of these podcasts, not less to say listen to it? And you'd be very surprised how many people were just kind of like, I've never actually heard of that show. Not less to say that this is the top listened to by women. And so when we think of some of the data, so I'm going to actually like look at the women's podcast report and we'll see if like on YouTube, if we can make sure we include the information as you're watching this. But definitely for those who are listening to the podcast, we're going to link it in the show notes so that this way you have an opportunity to kind of see it for yourself. And one of the things that I loved is how long have you been listening to podcasts? Like those are some of the things that I always want to know is that are these newbie listeners who just kind of came or are these listeners who've been in the area for quite some time? And what I'm seeing from this report, a lot of women seem to have hit into podcasting around COVID. So 71% of the audience was in the last three years. So to me, these are not typically going to be creators. These are not typically going to be people who found podcasting before it became the cool thing is what I always like to say, which there's nothing wrong with that because discoverability is always the most important. 
But the piece that I always find the most fascinating is the how are women listening to podcasts? So let's kind of break this down. Um, They listen to podcasts with any video. 74% of women are listening to podcasts with a video element. If you watch my 2023 predictions for podcasting, you know that I talked about how short form content, video content was going to be huge. I mean, hey, that's why I actually have a video element because it's a lot of work. Baby, hair got to be done, makeup ready, lights, camera, action. And quite frankly, that's a lot of work. If I could just hit the mic like I used to back in the day and know that it would still get the same traction, I definitely would. But that's just not the case. When you have 74% of women which I wonder what that number would be if it was all listeners, men, women, non-binary, children, so on and so forth. Next up is the frequency in which they listen with headphones. This, if you're wondering, like, why is this even important? This matters for how you are creating the levels with your audio. So if somebody's listening with headphones, you do not want to be on level 5,000 talking all out in the air, letting iPhones tell you you about to go deaf. And 40% listening with headphones. The next thing is that I think has actually taken a huge growth was listen via smartphone or tablets most often, 74%. So that says a lot to me because so many people watch content on their phone. This plays a role in how we are creating our content, the dimensions we're utilizing. So those elements, I think, is like some of the biggest that we should be focusing in on. But the piece that I find issue with is around the race demographic. And the reason I say this is because of the fact that when it comes to race, our culture plays a big portion in how we listen to content and what type of content we're listening to. I say this because of the fact that when people report on women or report on certain demographics, they don't always include the specifics of how many of these women were Black, how many of these women were Hispanic, how many of these women were white women. Those things are important because it ties into the type of content we listen to. And I know everybody's like, I am human, you know, race is a, is a figment of our imaginations. And that's untrue. Our cultures are drastically different. Our ways in which we listen and interpret life are different. And I think when we look at some of these podcast listener reports, they don't take some of those things into consideration. I know that these reports cost a lot of money to do and a lot of time to aggregate. So I'm never one of those people who's just out here like, let's bash them for doing. No, 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 no. I think ultimately they're doing good work because this is data and information that we need. However, it's still a problem that I don't fully know if this is my target audience. Because if my target audience is black women and you're not really telling me like who is giving you this information and now I start creating my content and building my strategy with this in mind, it becomes problematic. The next thing I do want to touch on is 90% of women uh, monthly podcast listeners listen to at least one podcast hosted or produced by a woman. And that's not really surprising to me that women would be more interested in hearing from other women. I am a little shocked that it is 90% though. 90% seems a little on the higher side. But if I even have to think for myself, I mainly listen to podcasts hosted by women unless it's a client which I don't typically count client listenership as part of my listening habits because I don't have any choice. I have to actually listen to it. The other thing I really want to touch on and that I really love from this report that I don't know if I've seen elsewhere because I do tend to like read a lot of these reports is this particular question that they asked, which was how important is it that you listen to podcasts that include unfiltered conversations that can't be heard elsewhere? And 55% said that that was important to them. 
And then the other one discussed topics that are taboo or controversial. And 40% said that. Now, I kind of hate that controversial piece because sometimes I feel like there's a lot of podcasts out there that are talking about controversial topics just to get a rile out of people. You know, like how they say all publicity is good publicity because of the fact that it gets people's attention. I don't really like that notion because... It just feels like you're being combative for the sake of being combative. Now, if you have a controversial topic, something that resonates with you and you have something impactful to add to the conversation, by all means. I look at that similar to how like when all the stuff was going on with Kanye, everybody and their mama was having him on their podcast. Baby, we know everything he has to say at this point. Clearly, he is not well. There is absolutely no reason for him to be on your podcast, your podcast and yours as well. It's just not necessary. And so that's where it's like when you start thinking of listener habits and you infuse that a little bit too much into your content, I think it can backfire because it then turned into where people were like, wait, we need to start holding some of these hosts accountable for having him on their show because clearly he's having, you know, some loss with reality and psychosis or whatever else he had going on. And at that point, it's like, where's your journalistic responsibility? And yes, as a podcaster, you are kind of a journalist. And that's the piece we don't talk about often. Next up on this report, and there's so many more reports, I'm going to actually include some of the top four that I utilize every year when I'm working with clients, just kind of understand like the landscape of the audience. Some of the statements that they ask around like reaching women listeners and as it relates to branded content and advertising. And so 48% of women monthly podcast listeners would feel more favorable about a brand if they knew It advertises on podcasts hosted or produced by women. And so that says a lot because women tend to make a lot of the buying and decision making in households. And so if you are advertising, so this is important, not just for like big name advertisers, but for small businesses, because I do think we need to start as podcasters ourselves, we need to start looking beyond the traditional, you know, BetterHelp and all of these other people as your podcast sponsor. We need to start looking at small businesses and mom and pop businesses within your local neighborhood to be that sponsor and being able to have this type of data around, hey, this is what women listeners are looking for and what they would be willing to support. This is why I find this type of data important. Along with this, and I know you're probably like, Anna, please stop saying along with this. Well, guess what? I got more. So more to come. But around the top podcast shows for reaching women listeners, this was the one that had me the most surprised. You know, I'm not a hater. I I think it's great. But 56% of the top 25 shows among women are hosted or co-hosted by women. And that is not surprising to me because as women, we want to hear from people who look like us, so on and so forth. What was surprising, which is where I'm starting to wonder Did women who look like me, were they included in this? And I'm not saying that, oh, these are bad shows or any of those things. I always want to make sure I'm very clear on that. However, when I look through this top 25 shows, I don't think any of them were hosted by a black person. There might be some people who are people of color. And if they were, they may have been celebrities. And so... That doesn't sit well with me. As you know, a large piece for me is creating equity and creating visibility for Black creatives in podcasting. And so when I see things that are large pieces of data, I ask myself, is it that we are just not being asked the questions to be included in the report? Or is it that 
our shows not being well produced enough to where our listeners are not being able to find shows that look like us. And I've never believed this notion of like, oh, you know, I'd love to listen to a show with a black host. I just can't find it. Baby, that's impossible to think of. There's too many different communities out there, platforms and avenues to where it doesn't make sense if you can't find a black show. But I also recognize that you should not just be listening to a show just because the host is black. So it has to also be about the content. And so that's where I have to ask myself, like, is it from a content perspective? Are we not producing the type of content that would resonate and be able to reach the top 25% or top 50% and 25 podcasts? Because looking at this list of 25 shows, I'm, I'm surprised. Like, like some of the shows that I'm surprised is not on here like even Charlemagne's show, like uh, horrible decisions. Like there's so many shows that I hear people talk about all the time that I'm just like, how is this show not on here? And so it's not saying that these reports are wrong, but I always wonder, are these reports skewed based off of who's providing the data? And as much as I would love to be able to do something like this, but it's also something that's a cost prohibitive. And I know last year, Summer, I want to say that was, or was that 2021? Um, the Black Podcast Listener Report came out, and that was great. However, I felt like the report came out, it was fanfare, there was all of these um, meetings and, and things to talk about it, and then it kind of died away. Like, we moved on to the very next thing. The list, Latina Listener Report came out, women, and it's just kind of like, can we focus a little bit and kind of get back to that a little bit more? And it's not saying that we can't work on multiple avenues, because... We're able to walk and chew gum, but at the same token, I would like to know like what's next for Black podcast listeners. Where are you? Where are you spending your time? Because if that's my target audience, I need to know how to reach you a little bit better. For this particular show, that's not the target audience. I want to reach any and everyone who's interested in the podcast space, entrepreneurship, content creation, because it's beyond that. And so... That's my little tidbit about podcast listener reports is that I really want them to be much more diverse. I want them to have more data around who they're surveying. And I also want them to partner with more organizations in order to survey their audience and get the report out there to the masses. I've never had an organization reach out to say, hey, can you send this link for our survey to Black Pod Collective members, to the Black Pod Collective community? That's never been the case. And I think we need to start having more of that so that we can ensure that our community's voices are heard and are showing up in the data because that's what tracks funding. That's what tracks where advertisers spend their dollars, spend their energy. So let me know what you think. Like, have you listened or watched or read any of these reports? What are your thoughts on them? Do you think that they're necessary? Do you think that as Black creatives, this is a tool and an avenue we should be utilizing to make our content? Or are you more along the lines of, hey, I don't see myself in this. So this is not something I'm going to utilize to make decisions. Let me know what you think. Shoot me an email, shoot me a DM. But I hope you found this information helpful. And I, feel, I hope you found this conversation intriguing. And it's made you stop and think about how you look at these reports that come out. And if you're an organization or a company who creates these reports and you're listening or watching, reach out. I would love the opportunity to talk about this and see how we can make these improvements going forward. So please make sure you tune in. We are on YouTube, every podcast listening platform. Feel free to tell a friend to tell a friend that the podcast Trepper is here. And until next week, have a good one. 